Greetings, everybody out there in Dreamland. Namaste and salam. Iron sharpens iron, and a friend sharpens a friend. Thank you very much for taking to another broadcast of the Beyond Top Secret Texan. I am the Beyond Top Secret Texan. I am broadcasting to you from the third coast, the coast of the most, the Gulf Coast of Texas. Third coast, coast with the most pride and privilege to be doing so. I think I should have gotten it halfway right by now, but yeah. Bling it, you, each and every one of you, listeners new and old, whether it's your first episode or your 400th episode. We're going to dive right into it. We're going to be speaking about the F-35 missing jet and how that's a smokescreen. The public mainstream story is a smokescreen, as well as the various currents in the truth community, which are themselves different counter smokescreens. As equally inaccurate and deceptive, and at the same time, as equally effective at hiding the truth and directing attention, distracting people, directing their attention further away from the truth than closer towards it. Now, there are going to be two narratives I'm going to be discussing. That's going to be the mainstream official narrative that they're going to be pushing, and then the counter equally false truth movement narrative that they're trying to push with deep inside um, you know, COINTELPRO PSYOP agents that they've already planted deep within the truth community for years having gained cred, uh, you know, uh, credence and respect in the truth community themselves. Now they could be trying their best and just be useful idiots Uh, fed this information, or they could just be swept up by the trends, working to try to exploit popular, uh, you know, algorithm and clickbait, things like that, just going with wild hunches. You know, we we all know people like that, but at the same time, there are those that have to be uncannily pushing towards this agenda, because the consistency with issues. Um, the two stories, basically, are that the pilot had to eject... Because the official story will break it based on that. The, the pilot had to, obje- uh, uh, to uh, eject while over a residential area in a sparsely populated rural part of South Carolina, known as Williamsburg County, which is 80 miles away from their base of operations. which was the joint base of Charleston. And that they ejected, but the aircraft was still functioning under autopilot and that the plane flew under its own power far enough away that the pilot lost it in the weather, meaning the cloud cover, as he descended to Earth. He was rescued, you know, obviously immediately, because he landed, in his own words, in someone's backyard, recovered by emergency personnel who delivered him to the military, 
military then um, questioning him, debriefing the situation, uh, still took nearly uh, two days, 28 full hours, to discover the location of this F-35. It was two days before they announced it. Two media days. And it was officially, they're saying, 28 hours until it was uh, identified, the wreckage, and then, uh, you know, secured and everything like that. Now, the truther community, for an umbrella term, the truther community, active on Twitter, active in YouTube, active on TikTok, active on Instagram, etc. These, uh, this meme warfare, the cyber element of it, the cyber frontier of it, uh, they were quick to post memes, were quick to post stories that first were just exploiting the fact that the U.S. military had announced they had, they had a, a missing jet, a missing F-35, and were asking the civilian population for help finding it. And that is true. That's how first anyone heard of this. They were asking, the military was officially asking the civilian population for information on the whereabouts of, if they knew anything uh, where they had crashed or located with the implication being if they knew where it crashed or had seen where it had gone down. Not that, you know, they had no clue what happened to it. They took, literally, they took off running with the idea that it was on, on autopilot. And they started factoring in um, fuel because it was freshly fueled up. Uh, literally a few miles after, a few, just a mile or two out of the airbase of... Um, uh, Charleston is when this pilot had to eject literally only a mile or two outside the airbase. And then uh, the airplane flew for at least 60 miles under its own power until it was lost with visible contact. And this is where it crashed where they found the debris. It was 60 miles away from where the pilot ejected, officially. Um, and they took off with that story saying that it was hacked, that there were UFOs seen in the area, that it relates to a video in which UFOs abducted uh, are, see, are seen um, teleporting or abducting MH370, the famous missing Malaysian Airlines flight. And those have gained uh, rapid popularity, uh, been pushed by unknown uh, parties and powers that be into the viral territory receiving hundreds of thousands of, of likes and replies, etc., and having channels that post them blow up. And, um, you know, there's nothing really you can do about that. That's just, people are going to make these associations with UFOs anytime anything goes missing, right? You're going to see this. But then people started coordinating this realistically, at least in terms of prioritizing uh, logical steps and saying that if it was hacked and flew under its own power with AI that it was hacked by our enemies with cyber warfare. The Chinese or the Russians being the most likely. And given the propaganda sword uh, or the saber rattling, right, and, and the sword and, uh, sword and shield type attitudes nowadays regarding China, within literally 12 hours, people were 
talking about how the Chinese had hacked the F-35 using uh, computer software or electronic platforms uh, put on Learjets that were used by the Chinese diplomats flying from Washington, D.C. Uh, to embassies, you know, around the country, and then um, that it could have been a private job, like a, like a contractor job working for the uh, Chinese, the XCIA or something, and that they were going to put this on a, the, like, for sale, and that before you know it, even from that point of view, they ditched it into the ocean, floated onto a, sh- a cargo ship. This is where the narrative leads. Like, I mean, like, over posts, over, over tweets, over memes, people are making this argument that they flew it into the ocean, the Atlantic Ocean, and they put it on a cargo ship outside of Charleston, and they're going to take that ship then and sail it to a port, uh, probably Havana, and then Havana started becoming more likely that Havana started reporting that an F-35 was seen um, at an airport or flying into an airport. Uh, presumably off of the cargo ship that brought it across the waters via ship, not that it flew from Charleston, or uh, from South Carolina all the way to uh, Cuba, Havana. Although the plane presumably has the range for it, if only for a small factor of refueling. Um, the F-35 under a, fuel t- a f- full tank of fuel could potentially reach Havana, Cuba. So it's not out of the question. And if any plane could do it stealthily, it would be the F-35, presumably, being able to evade even the United States' civilian radar, or your military radar being too slow to be activated given the, the fact that it would be able to fly, you know, a few times the speed of sound towards Cuba as well. Then the speculation started beginning as to why the pilot had to eject. Was the plane uncommunicative? Was he forced to eject because of the cyber hacking? Like they just hit the eject button, kicking him out of the plane and then taking the plane itself, literally hijacking the plane rather than it suffering any kind of malfunction. And that if this is the case, what's going to keep, uh, how is America going to win any wars against China or Russia when they could just hack us? force all the pilots to eject and then crash all our jets and or fly them back to their airports completely unharmed, uh, basically defeating us bloodlessly, right, without having to fire a single shot. And of course, the response to that became, well, this needs to be investigated and China needs to be held, you know, accountable. If they did steal a jet, and this is like cyber warfare, this is like cyberpunk type shit, but China needs to pay and we need to become even more paranoid to China and shit like that, et cetera, et cetera. Or maybe it's in Russia, or maybe it's in the Ukraine, or maybe it went to go serving, was downed in the Ukraine, uh, the actual plane, and that it was actually in the, uh, um, it's a cover-up because of the fact that Americans are operating over there illegally, and that if it was if operating in the Ukraine doing some super badass, you know, behind enemy lines, Uh, And the film, by the way, Behind Enemy Lines with Owen Wilson type shit where uh, the U.S. are doing these long-range combat missions and and bomb drop missions to, uh, you know, Behind Enemy Lines and and the Balkans and everything, which is in Ukraine, flying off of um, carriers located in the Baltic and stuff like that. 
you know, that, that's pretty, that's pretty dramatic. That's pretty cool. But it would also be like, you know, what that's just pushing people towards war. It's pushing people both to a patriotism for this mythific, mythologizing and the mythification of the invincibility of the U.S. war machines, the U.S. jets. And it's pushing people towards a war footing of patriotism, like reaction and response level shit, saying that this was an act against the U.S. by enemies without any evidence, without any evidence, mind you, or any declaration, but based on pure Cold War era paranoia that if anything disappears, goes missing or goes bump in the night, that it was the communists that did it. And that's, that's a very scary precedent, right? And so, now we know that the official story is, is not complete. It's completely empty. It's just uh, an outline of an idea of what could possibly happen. They're being very tight-lipped, as they always are. But just that there was a technical malfunction that we know that the pilot then he felt like he needed to eject, at which point AI in the plane functioned apparently perfectly well and the fact that it flew itself beyond the sight line of the ejected pilot who was trained to watch where the plane was going uh, as the pilot descended to a point where he couldn't uh, any longer look at, uh, keep the plane vision then it just proceeded on and then next we know of it it's reported or seen from the air or however they spot it by their own personnel, even though federal police were also getting involved on the ground as well as local police. And as we remember, it was entirely brought to our attention through the civilian call for assistance, or the call for a civilian assistance, um, meaning that the, the military had zero clue, because if they ever asked the civilians for help, that means they themselves have no fucking idea where it went and what happened to it. And all, also, because the reason why that happened is because the transponder... The internal transponder, which is the GPS transponder for this craft, for this aircraft, um, not only for the military, but for the FAA, which logs all flights over the USA, had been turned off. And it must have been turned off manually because the only way to turn it off is manually. It is turned on manually and it is turned off manually. Which would be the reason why the military had literally no idea precisely where it had landed. And it's a big forested mountain area, uh, the Smoky Mountains in South Carolina. You know, that's the Appalachian Trail. That's like the Great Outer Banks and everything like that. It's a huge area of land. Tons of trees. Thick tree canopy, right? If a plane goes down there, unless you're actually seeing the smoke and the fire, you're not going to see it. Like the forest will swallow it up. Now, unsurprisingly, there is no fault placed anywhere behind this beyond the Marine Corps suspiciously downing all F 35 flights for two days. Because they are going to feign concern with technical or mechanical issues before. I predict mass recalling a number of these F-35s 
but it has nothing to do with computer glitches. It has nothing to do with uh, computer software error. It has nothing to do with mechanical error. In fact, the plane, by their account, was still working perfectly, even without a pilot. Because their account's inaccurate. What really happened, according to insider sources, not just the disconnected truther crowd, who believes that it was hijacked by cyber warriors flying uh, privatized Learjets, electronic warfare platforms, which is perfectly reasonable. They do exist, and I would normally agree with that shit. I still love the ideas um, and in terms of espionage because they are extremely uh, accurate in terms of capabilities. But in this case, it just wasn't the case. Uh, this wasn't so. That it wasn't hijacked or hacked, and then the pilot kicked out, and then the plane flown to a, a cargo ship, and then the cargo ship sailed to Cuba, and then the plane was then boxed to another ship and sold to China. And now the Chinese have it, and the Chinese are going to reverse engineer it and build F-35s of their own. And then by the time they're going to attack a ta Taiwan with them with stealth jets, and then by the time we respond, they're going to be attacking the U.S. mainland, you know, with these F-35 jets that they're going to build in mass in a number, you know, way more than we ever could. Like, I don't believe that. I also don't believe it was downed in the Ukraine secretly by Russians, and that uh, to cover it up, they were saying it went down in South Carolina because why would they... Uh, be involving a single solitary F-35 uh, in any kind of mission in the Ukraine you know given how few of them we have let alone just how suicidal this is because of the advanced technology that Russia is using to use a 100 million dollar jet to potentially take down a um, mass produced Cold War era tank you know, or some or some uh, Russian conscripts is isn't the case, and if it was to do some kind of high precision assassination attempt or, or hit, that would be just an open declaration of war, which the Russians would gladly take advantage of um, if they ever could shoot down an F thirty five. You know, yes, that that wouldn't be secret for very long, especially not in the Russian language or Russian sponsored news channels. But given what we have, and, and in context with the news, that's perfectly um, logical in thinking it, but it's just not the case. The secret of, because it's the distraction looking very far away from the real reason for these things, which is right in front of everybody's eyes. The American insurgencies, the civil war-minded people who hate the U.S. government, the gun nuts who collect massive amounts of firepower, exotic firepower uh, at that legally legally by running gun shops and also are associating themselves with ever more extremist revolutionary insurgent militias who have for decades for decades pursued open hostilities including attacks on not only politicians, but law enforcement officers and military officers and representatives of the United States federal government. We're talking about people who would kill the president if they had the chance. We're talking about people who deal openly with criminals and cartels and terrorist groups, for they themselves are terrorist groups, regardless of racial ideology or not. 
they are dealing in things like uh, illegal explosives, ordnance, uh, firepower, um, safekeeping of felons, multiple types of illegal operations for money, including um, drug production, drug manufacture, drug sale, uh, bank robbery, uh, legal gun running, uh, hit gun uh, murder for hire, all while simultaneously training um, for a revolution or an apocalypse that they believe will happen, fermenting anti-USA extremism, and every year getting more and more resentful and hateful and opposed to the Americans, the USA government that is currently evolving given the 21st century. You thought the KKK was extreme and hostile to the United States in the 1980s or 1990s. Imagine how extremely hostile the true diehard KKK groups in America are in the 2020s. You think that the uh, revolutionary Second Amendment groups were well-armed and you know, fortified in their you know, hillbilly, you know... Appalachian Mountain, Smoky Mountain compounds and fortresses full of crazy PTSD veterans and uh, from Vietnam who both knew how to fight wars and were motivated to fight wars which the average American would consider absolutely uh, extremist at their very core, based on these ideologies, which they held very, you know, very, very uh, strongly. No matter what the cause was, no matter how diverse they were. And you think they were very armed. Imagine how well armed they are now that they can ghost print, 3D print guns and parts like hand, like homemade hand grenades or homemade you know, um, uh, rocket launchers, like RPG launchers and tubes. Think about how much more capable they are with the dark web or with the internet. Think about how many more members they can reach and gather rather than just people in their local communities with things like uh, Telegram or Discord. And how that recruitment process, no matter what it was, is just increased over time, as well as their capabilities. For example, owning a gun store in America is the easiest way to get your hands on whatever kind of gun you desire, including fully automatic machine guns, including explosive uh, Launching devices like boom tubes, underslings for AR-15s or M4s, uh, including RPGs, just with the trigger rearm for military, uh, you know, um, souvenir purposes. Everything, including tanks, tanks, aircraft, helicopters, uh, and that includes surplus equipment like radars, electronic communications equipment, radios, a real gun nut. A real guy who, and I say that with all respect, a real guy who owns a gun store, who lives and breathes collecting military equipment, who understands and knows the process of how to acquire real military equipment in the civilian market, 
who makes a living both selling it and has a reason for getting it, like this kind of way, trade, is a is really capable. I mean, they, people don't even know. They're, they're capable of getting main battle tanks as long as they have the money. And most people are running on a profit system, but if you're running through a militia system, you can get basically anything you need, and if you're patient enough, however much you want. Sure, it raises a lot of eyebrows if you buy multiple battle tanks in a year, but if you do have a listed business of selling antique military vehicles that you repurpose for whatever reason and are literally laundering these vehicles by buying maybe one or two at a time, you know, every couple of years or every year, and you can amass a small fleet, a small company of armored tanks that are eat, that are being rearmed, etc., using these 3D printing methods that are being used... Uh, uh, by the by, the by the people with their uh, blueprints literally found online, uh, they don't even have to go to the library anymore. So it'd be extremely difficult to even find out they're doing this. And if they're hidden by natural canopies, camouflage also searchable online. But veterans itself would have experience uh, being able to conceal these, you know, with 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 nature netting, and I mean the whole process becomes eye-openingly easy in the 21st century. In 2023, it's mind-blowingly easy to create a standing military force in America on a civilian scale just using the legal system, the legal uh, operations in place, the legal procedures in place. As long as you have the money and already established uh, reasons and, and justifications like owning a gun store, owning a military academy, etc. Now, you see how militias have been using that and exploiting that over decades, so they're already f- firmly aware of this. I only say that because using that in context, using that quick idea of context, imagine the kinds of firepower, of weapons, of rifles that they can get, including anti-material rifles, anti-aircraft rifles, Vulcan miniguns, etc., whatever caliber that they desire, either a Russian, uh, Soviet-made, or uh, Warsaw Pact-made, or uh, NATO-made specs. Most likely, in this case, being a uh, prototype for a Barrett M1A, the uh, Barrett 50 cal, but modeled in a bullpup fashion, to be fired off the shoulder as an intended semi-automatic anti-aircraft, meaning anti-helicopter or anti-low-maneuvering light aircraft rifle. Which exists. They exist. You can buy them. They're expensive, yes. Slightly more uncommon than an anti-material Barrett, yes. Functionally the same, yes. But designed intentionally for shoulder mounting and for additional control and accuracy when firing for an aircraft. Also, yes. Um, like I said, also the same thing can be handmade with a 3D printer and a ghost printer and a pre-existing Barrett uh, anti-material rifle, as well as the various different anti-material rifles that exist throughout, uh, you know, variation, etc. Now, um, given the possibilities of all these anti-material rifles, you also have to say that you can buy... As I mentioned before, armored vehicles. You can buy uh, light attack cr- uh, craft, like vehicles, uh, tanks, uh, armored cars. You can make a utility and get those very same anti-aircraft, fully automatic machine guns, either part for part 
are as uh, disarmed, uh, you know, relics or whatever, you know, pieces, museum pieces, if you were, uh, for private ownership, for collection. And they are fully capable of being retrofitted into being functional weapons of war. Anti-aircraft guns that can be mounted on Toyota pickup trucks or whatever and function just like you see them on the news, working for ISIS, working for uh, the Mujahideen in Africa, working for, you know, whoever's on the, on the business end of it, right? Yes. And this is something that they don't want to tell you because this is something that would also blow your mind. That it's both illegal, right, as Americans, to own these things and create these things. And, also, and the only thing keeping them at bay is the fear of punishment, which if they're a militia or a civil war unit that is openly committing acts of violence against the USA federal government, then they don't give a fuck, and they're going to do that anyway, specifically to do that, right? To take down the shiny jet aircraft, because they're disaffected or disgruntled with the government, you know, and, and really out for blood, right? And I'm saying that these groups do exist, and it's, that's the context we're living in. And why that matters is because this fucking jet was obviously shot down. This F-35 was brought down by domestic fire from a domestic enemy of the United States federal government taking out their wrath against the U.S. Marine Corps F-35 that was operating in South Carolina over their militia territory in Williamsburg County. An insider posted online hours after this story went live on the 18th of September, 2023. I don't have much time here, so I'll be brief. The U.S. Department of Defense is shitting its pants right now because the F-35 that's missing was actually shot down by what was apparently small arms fire. While I don't know the specifics, we do know that it was a large caliber, 50 BMG or similar, that engaged it while it was performing hovering maneuvers and low-speed, low-altitude flyovers. The pilot heard several pings. These are the pilot's words in the debriefing, not mine. Sounds before seeing warning lights appear and his engines flaming out. The details in the debriefing I received were so minimal that the pilot's name wasn't even included, but that they ejected shortly afterwards, fearing the plane was going to crash. The plane was performing low-speed maneuvers at approximately 2,500 feet over a sparsely populated area that the Department of Defense ascertained with local law enforcement as having active militia activity and are treating it as a possible domestic terrorist situation.
the local law enforcement and federal government are supplying the military with militia names and briefings now as they are the prime suspects. They have already retrieved parts of the airframe. POTUS was already being briefed. The real POTUS, the real commander-in-chief, not Biden, and federal LEOs are already on the ground starting to investigate alongside military police. They're treating it as an active crime scene. The story they are putting out that they just lost it is to cover the fact that American insurgents just downed the most capable airframe, let alone the most expensive airframe, in the United States Marine Corps' arsenal with commercially available personal firearms. The Department of Defense is taking the approach of appearing to be stupid. It is better to fear to be inept than to be seen as incredibly weak, especially when trying to fight a two-front war against China and Russia. I expect them never to publicly release that a backwoods militia successfully downed their 6th gen fighter aircraft as doing so would severely damage the already strained credibility of the armed forces. The United States of America is already a laughingstock to the international military community. Even though I was part of this briefing, the details I was given are very limited due to the fact that currently the Pentagon fears internal moles as several embarrassing failures have occurred recently from intelligence being leaked to foreign nations in the post. DOD is going to lose a lot of good intel to China as this continues. A follow-up post contains from the same poster. Biggest leak in the history of the U.S. military. The Department of Homeland Security and the Department of Justice may drop the ball on this one. It could have been prevented but the White House isn't interested in defending America. It cares more about defending the environment and becoming more inclusive and separating soldiers based on skin color and gender. The largest security risk is operating in plain sight. The Navy needs to do some serious restructuring and come up with all new plans now. 
the Navy, the U.S. Marines, and Space Force are America's only real chance at defeating China or Russia. Someone in the Pentagon owes China a lot of money and political favors, it appears. So many ships have been compromised. No internal investigation will ever reveal how devastating the spy network truly is. America can fight back, but not when its military and Fed is being undermined by well-placed spies. The Department of Homeland Security and the Department of Justice know who they are. The Navy needs to have them arrested and interrogated to give more information. America needs more defenders. I'll tell you what, you can start getting rid of the foreign spies and the federal and military, and then a discussion can begin about saving this country. With that post insinuating that the F-35 may have been taken out either by Americans under contract by the Chinese... are by Chinese operatives acting in rural America, intentionally attempting to bring one down, an F-35 down, using small arms guerrilla tactics. Possibly after information was leaked to them via internal double agents and spies, moles within the Pentagon itself, that have compromised operational security across the five branches, or now six branches, of the Pentagon. And that is the take of the Beyond Top Secret Texan regarding the truth behind this missing F-35 fighter jet. A truth which we will never officially be told given the active amount of control that the military has over all media, which is merely propaganda for it currently. And while they are willing to accept being called fools and incompetent morons rather than be called weak, the truth is that these F-35s are glass cannons and that the entire strategy of high, highly advanced stealth fighter jets operating as low altitude VTOL multi-role attack aircraft or bombers fighter bombers in any strategically relevant air war 
against a nation like China or Russia or anyone in this world with any experience or technology or firepower resulting in a victory for the United States government, United States uh, of America. That's been invalidated. That's been proven to be retarded. That's now completely nonsense because the real world has proven that a few well-placed, large-caliber, anti-material rounds can down America's most advanced fighting platform. A sneak it shot with anti-aircraft fire would rip a hole through an F-35 during its VTOL stage or a low uh, a high-speed low-altitude pass just as effectively as taking down any American warboard in Vietnam Korea or World War II. And that America has invested billions of dollars, literally hundreds of billions of dollars so far, into the development and creation and production of one of the worst weapons of war to ever roll off a military industrial complex assembly line that might be hyperbole to say it is the worst no doubt it has capabilities no doubt it has usefulness no doubt it is high tech but in a real war it's just as vulnerable as anything else and will surely be a repeat of the humiliating fiasco of America's linebacker campaigns in Vietnam which saw America's most advanced Cold War era strategic bombers being shot down by communist rice farmers with Soviet-made anti-aircraft weaponry. Where American pilots, the pride and glory of America's war machine, educated, adventurous, intelligent, and brave, were being held in prison camps in Hanoi after their F-4 Phantoms were splashed down, which they were told were the most high-tech and undefeatable aircraft that the United States could produce. They were communist killers, they were called. And it turns out one in four of them who saw combat were shot down. One in four. History repeats itself. 
And while America is one to sweep tragedy under the rug and pretend it never happened, what it does is ensure, because it does not learn from the past, it simply repeats it. And that these extremely expensive weapons of war, these jets, these fighter jets, motivate America to enter conflicts it cannot win across oceans against people it shouldn't be fighting using strategies which are doomed to fail and deploying squadrons and air wings of pilots and these technologically wondrous machines to be destroyed and abandoned in foreign lands. Let alone the morale of the federal government as if this wasn't kept tight. That their entire pride and joy as a nation, these F-35 fighter jets, and the thing, the concept that which the federal government uses to intimidate its very population, a very population which produced these militiamen or has allowed these communist insurgents, these Chinese deep agents to operate within its borders but for this sake I will say it's the civil militia, it's the Civil War 2.0 crowd the Second Amendment crowd the anti-USA American crowd, the sovereign citizen crowd I will say that because I've done some research on that, I will say that it's probably one of these groups either acting as contract uh, killers, contract uh, fighters but for the Chinese interest, maybe some convoluted intelligence network along the way, or actively attacking a symbol of the United States military in this F-35 in a way that they were bold enough to take advantage of its weakness. They were daring enough, and they succeeded. Biden himself has said, if you want to have a revolution against the United States of America, you don't need AR-15s. You're going to need F-15s and nukes. Well, this proves that not even F-15s can stand up to the firepower of the average American citizen. American citizens outnumber and outgun every single military of the world combined. There are over 500 million personal firearms 
in the United States of America. If you added up every single firearm in every single military of the Earth's army in all 250 plus nations, it would average to about 100 million alone. We outnumber all of those rifles 5 to 1. Not counting exotics, ex destructive devices, illegal weaponry, weaponry of war, relic devices, as well as homemade devices and the ability to create more firepower with America's great production power, at least on a small scale, for specific and custom jobs. Strapping a few of these Barretts to the back of a utility truck on a swiveling turret would be child's play for some of these redneck engineers who make their living customizing trucks and off-road vehicles and whose passion is firing illegal automatic assault weapons as well as reading anti-USA extremist literature and hoping to destroy all symbols of the great Satan the USA and its LGBTQ refugee Africanized um, you know cuckery Just because they're American does not mean they're patriotic and view their greatest enemy typically as the very nation they're born in. So when the shit does go down, when the shit hits the fan, when it's Civil War 2.0, when countries are being divided between the urban populations, which are run probably by the federal government, and the masses that are forming militias and armies and war bands and, and uh, people's movements all across America, typically in the rural areas, know that the federal government's F-15s, F-35 uh, squadrons and, you know, Ospreys aren't bulletproof and that they aren't coming to save you. They will be used to defend themselves but other than that they will be considered too valuable to risk in high danger zones and there will be casualties in this amongst the Air Force amongst the Navy Air Squadrons and amongst the United States Marine Squadrons and National Guard who sends any warboards against the United States citizens when they have had enough, when they have had all they can take, when they will take no more, when the camel's back is broken, when the guns are aimed at the federal government and its minions, when the police... are being fought in the streets by the people when it's the day of the rope. 
The Jets won't save you. The F-15s won't save you. The F-35s won't save you. In fact, they're going to be victims as much as any armored vehicle company, as much as any National Guard company, as much as any police uh, squad car, as much as anything when it comes to the real fury of the people. And that judgment day is on the horizon. Just remember how many veterans we have in this country. 10 million plus. 10 million plus veterans in this country. There are almost 10 times as many people who have actively served in America's wars who are no longer in the USA government system, who are no longer on the payroll, who are no longer being supported, are, are, are uh, bossed around and employed by the federal government, who owe very little allegiance to it, who have very mixed feelings to it, have very strong feelings to certain things that they experienced inside and outside the military, who have experience, who have training, who have courage, and, the more, and more importantly, have nothing left to lose. And think of how different the nation has become, how insane the world has currently become when it comes to the nation, how much crime is ruling, how much uh, political infighting there is, how much political extremism is rising up, how everything is becoming politicized, and every issue is worth fighting and dying over, increasingly so, to preserve the traditional ways of life, which are being actively genocided against at the very highest levels as incarnated by the President of the United States, Biden, the Democrats, and uh, federal institutions, specifically the military. These people hold no loyalty to the military. The military is the global homo, LGBTQ, New World Order personified. It's their dogs, it's their slaves, and more, imper and more importantly, their bitches. A lot of these people have worn uniforms before. They don't respect the uniform. They don't respect people in it. They don't respect officers. A lot of these men have been officers. They know the oaths they took were wrong. They know that the oaths they took were bullshit. And they know that the real enemy of America is America itself. Are the people leading America themselves. And they know that the real people's movement is people, not these high-tech, AI-driven machines of war, fighter jets, AI-driven drones, um, ospreys, things like that. And they know that because of the dependency of the federal government's military, the federal military, the USA military, the Pentagon, on these high-tech tools will also be their ultimate weakness. And once they are taken out, the U.S. Pentagon will fall like a house of cards because it truly is a paper tiger. And once you burn the jets, all that's left are the ashes to sweep up. Thank you very much for listening to the discussion on the missing F-35 fighter jet from Beyond Top Secret Texan. Thank you very much for supporting. Check out podpage.com slash beyondtopsecrettexan for the webpage. If you're listening to this on Spotify, uh, thank you very much. If you're listening to this anywhere else, thank you also very as equally. Uh, you know, as much, I always say Spotify just for as a podcast app, but it's on all the apps, iHeartRadio, 
um, all that good shit. Thank you very much. Uh, God bless you and your families. Namaste and salam. Iron sharpens iron. A friend sharpens a friend. Thank you for supporting. Like, share, and subscribe this. Share, share, share. Shadow banned always, so get the word out. Repost. Check out the uh, Twitter. Check out the X. Uh, you know, let's get let's get some comments going on that stuff. And and then uh, anything you want to reach out and talk to me about, you can always reach me on Twitter through the comment section or uh, Instagram, etc. And um, if you're looking for guests, if you're a podcast host or if you're, if you're willing to be on a podcast and our creator independent talk, hit me up. Talk about it, regardless if it's paranormal or political, regardless if it's the cult or about UFOs or anything in between. Um, let's schedule something. Let's get something going. If you guys are like-minded content producers, if you're like uh, good in quality and everything, if you're dependable, I'm willing to talk to you. If you got a, your own audience and everything, I'm willing to share my information on your platform to help you grow. Uh, just reach out to me. This, the email is going to be beyond top secret Texan official at gmail.com. But DMs are going to be probably the best bet. Thank you for listening to where the F-35 went. Beyond Top Secret Texan, God bless you and your families. Peace out.